This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Lucy Watkin. It's Tuesday, the 13th of September. In your sport today, Carlos Alcaraz breaks records with his US Open win. Aussie Will Powers IndyCar triumph. A win for the good guys of golf and a story full of hot air. This is your sport today. Starting today with tennis and the US Open, where Spanish teenager Carlos Alcaraz broke all kinds of records winning the men's singles title. Uh, Luce, he beat Norway's Casper Ruud to his first major title. And I reckon it might be the first of many Grand Slams we see from him. Yeah, it definitely looks like there's a bright future ahead of both of these players. So there was <laughs> yeah. more than just the men's singles title up for grabs in the final. Both players were going for their first Grand Slam trophy and the winner would be Become the number one player in the world. Alcaraz is 19 years old, Rude is 23, so this was the youngest Grand Slam men's final of the Open era since the Pete Sampras-Andre Agassi US Open final in 1990. So lots to play for and the tennis was really great. Alcaraz came out strong, then Rude fought back and had two set points in the third set, but Alcaraz saved them both, won the tiebreaker, then ran away with the fourth set to win 6 Four two six seven six six three. He's the youngest men's Grand Slam champion since Rafael Nadal won the French Open in two thousand and five, just a couple of years after Alcaraz was born. That is a crazy stat, Luce, and it makes me feel really old. <laughs> you mentioned the age of these guys, Luce. This really is the future of the men's game. Alcaraz is now the world number one, and as you can imagine, he set a new record doing it. Yeah, and he's taken the record off an Aussie. <laughs> Alcaraz is now the youngest men's world number one at 19 years and 130 days. Aussie Leighton Hewitt held the record for 21 years when he got to number one at the age of 21 years and 268 days. Alcaraz had to do it the hard way. He was on court for 23 hours and 40 minutes. That's the most by a men's player at a Grand Slam since 2000. But it's worth noting that Novak Djokovic didn't play the Australian and US Opens because of his VAC status and didn't get any ranking points for winning Wimbledon. So he'll be pushing Alcaraz for top spot next year. Yep, he should be back at the Australian Open. But still, Luce, great to see a young player have success like Alcaraz. Uh, There's no rest for him. He's in Spain's Davis Cup team for the group stage, which starts this week. He'll be playing in Valencia. The Aussies' first match is against France in Hamburg, Germany on Thursday night. Our time will keep you all across the Davis Cup news. Today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile. Who are the reigning Davis Cup champions? Luce, help us out with this one. Well, the champions are not there this year. Oh, they're not. Uh, Good clue that, Luce. Find out the answer at the end of the show. Staying in the US now, where Australian racing car driver Will Power won his second IndyCar championship yesterday morning, Aussie time. It's been eight years since Power won his first IndyCar title, but he says it was his wife's words of wisdom that spurred him on loose. Yeah, his wife said at the start of the season that Power would break motorsport legend Mario Andretti's record for most pole positions. He got his 68th pole position in the final race of the season at Laguna Seca Raceway in California, which broke Andretti's record and set him up for his second career title. It meant he needed to finish third to win the championship, and he did 
just that. He finished just behind teammate Joseph Newgarden, who also finished second to Power in the overall standings. Power won just one race this season, but finished on the podium nine times from 17 races. IndyCar is kind of like Formula One. The cars look similar, but the F1 cars are bigger and faster, but the Indy cars are more versatile and drive on a wider variety of tracks. Yeah, same, same, but different there between Formula One and IndyCar. Uh, Power won the Astor Cup, which is a giant trophy, not quite the size of the Stanley Cup in ice hockey, but pretty big. One problem loose, you can't drink out of it. Is that a deal breaker for you with trophies? Not a deal breaker, but I'd be pretty disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) Heading to the UK now, Ireland's Shane Lowry won the BMW PGA Championship Golf Tournament yesterday. Uh, This event featured 17 live golf players and Lowry made it pretty clear he's not a fan of the guys that have defected. Loose after he won, he said, and here's his quote, this one is for the good guys. Yeah, he wasn't exactly pulling any punches when he said that. <laughs> so Larry won by one shot over Roy McIlroy and John Rahm. This was his first win since the 2019 British Open, and he took the chance in his victory speech to take aim at the live golfers who were competing while the suspensions were being reviewed in court. He also said he wanted to win for himself, but also the players that stuck loyal to the DP World Tour, which used to be called the European Tour, and that this win was a win for the good guys. The Live Tour has divided opinion in the golfing world. Players like Lowry and McElroy are really against it, but players like Adam Scott have no problem with the likes of Cameron Smith signing with Live Golf. Yeah, he said he's got no problem with him taking that opportunity. Uh, this whole Live Golf thing is still a big story, and there won't be any cross pollination, I guess you could say, of players this week at the Italian Open because the next Live Golf event takes place in Chicago starting on Friday. Last weekend, sports all over the UK were postponed to respect the passing of Queen Elizabeth II, who died on a Thursday evening. Uh, that included the English Premier League, and three more matches will be postponed this weekend for the Queen's funeral. Yeah, we already knew Brighton's match against Crystal Palace was postponed because of rail strikes, but overnight we learned the Sunday matches between Manchester United and Leeds and Chelsea against Liverpool have been postponed as well. The Queen's funeral is set for Monday and police from all over the country are being called in for the event in London, so there won't be enough police at those matches for them to go ahead. There'll be no football matches on Monday in the UK, but the various competitions, they'll restart on Tuesday. Yeah, all those postponed matches from last weekend and the ones coming up this weekend will be played at a later date. Uh, It's a busy year for football with the World Cup starting in November, but they'll get crammed in there somewhere. If you thought hot air ballooning was just a nice, pleasant way to see the world from way up in the sky, well, you've got a lot to learn. It is, in fact, a competitive sport. And just like any other competitive sport, there's a world championship, which just so happens to start this week in Slovenia. And loose, we've got four Aussies in it. Yeah, Anton Kerr, Andrew Robertson, Nicola Scaife and Edward Saunders will be repping Team Australia in Slovenia and this sport isn't as easy as you might think. More than 100 hot air balloons will take off at the same time and the aim of the game is to complete tasks. What that involves is dropping a weighted marker onto a target on the ground. It usually looks like a big X and it's all about judging the conditions and accuracy, not so much about the speed. The world champs run every two years but they 
haven't had it since 2018 because of the pandemic. Nicholas Gaif is a two-time women's world champ and you'd recognize Anton Kerr's balloon. It's green with a giant boxing kangaroo on the side. <laughs> yeah, he says he's inspired by Australia's win in the 1983 America's Cup. I wonder if we'll get a day off if they win the world championship. <laughs> uh, this is pretty high-tech stuff over there with state-of-the-art weather technology being used by the competitors. It's not quite the champagne rides you see in some of the ads. Um, well, maybe after the race. Time for Catch This. Yesterday's show was running a little bit over, so loose. we have to cut out your AFLW update, but plenty of time today. Let us know who's going well this season. There was even a draw on the weekend. Yeah, we mentioned the draw yesterday between Port Adelaide and Carlton. That's the first of season seven, but so far it's favourites Melbourne and Brisbane on top of the ladder. They're undefeated as are Collingwood and the Western Bulldogs. Struggling away at the bottom of the ladder are expansion sides, Hawthorne and Sydney. They've had a rough start to their AFLW seasons, but there's still plenty more to come. So it's a top eight this year, so there's plenty more spaces in the finals. Yeah, early days for the Hawks and Swans. They're just getting their feet in the new AFLW comp. Um, All right, that brings us to today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile. Which team won the Davis Cup last year who are the defending champions uh lose your clue was they're not there this year who are they said russian tennis federation yeah the russian tennis federation they've been banned from international competition because of the war that's gone on in ukraine uh like i said australia playing france in hamburg on thursday night no nick curios for team australia uh all right that is us done for today uh enjoy your tuesday lucy and i'll be back on wednesday and we'll catch you then 